Hello, friends, and welcome to the Just Sane Podcast with Jenna and Lauren. Um, so today is going to be a pretty casual little catch-up podcast between Jenna and I. Jenna, are you with me? Y- yes. Sorry. <laughs> me. Jenna's with me. No, you didn't have to say it. It's all good. So me um, here. <laughs> we are potting remotely today, so if there's some bumps, that's why. Also, it's us, so that's why there's bumps. But, True. Um, we're giving that a try, so we'll see how that goes. But Jenna, how the heck are you doing today? Honestly, how do people do this? I'm like, I'm impressed that people just, I'll answer your question about how I'm doing in a second, but I just need to get this <laughs> off my chest. Like, do it. I don't understand how people set up like the remote pod and then you can like see them and they're like also seeing each other. I'm just, we're not that technology technologically advanced oh my god (laughs) hey jenna here's a funny story that i just thought of it's like way easier than what we're currently doing so we could have just had a a zoom call and just recorded recorded the zoom call (laughs) okay in in our defense we tried to FaceTime, and your Wi-Fi is so bad that that probably wouldn't have worked either. Well, yes, Wi-Fi is definitely required, but if I were to mm-hmm. have a spot in this house, I'm at my parents' house, by the way, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, if there is a spot in this house that did have solid Wi-Fi, it would be just, like, so easy for us to just do a Zoom call and record it. But that's besides yeah. the point. We're doing what we're currently doing. We are working with with what we got. (laughs) I'm working with just my LTE, how does that work? LTE connection on my phone and my work computers because everything else has failed me. So that's been great. We're just doing what we can at this point. Everyone is doing just what they can at this point. Honestly, yeah, this 2020 thing, it's like nobody will be spared. We're all going to get a kick in the ass no matter what happens, but... Seriously. Do, well, do okay. We want to start with that like a general like where are we now COVID update? Yeah, absolutely because I realize it's been when's the last time you and I recorded? It was before March, recorded? wasn't it? Oh jeez. Recorded that we actually used too. I know because <laughs> that's those, another thing. For those three individuals of you that I know who listen to this podcast, um <laughs> we had also planned to release like two other episodes that we recorded and we just didn't end up doing that because one of them I was one that we, like, we've recorded literally three times i was breathing too harshly on one of them i couldn't do it like, <laughs> there's just a lot it's it's a me problem really but um we're doing our best hopefully this is gonna sound good and we'll actually be able to thread together later but we'll see how that yeah. goes i think it'll be okay for now i mean I, where did we leave off? Like, it, it had to have been, we recorded in February, but I don't remember if we recorded at all in March, you and I. Um, um I don't think so. I don't think so either. So it's, it's been months and I, I feel bad. We made the podcast. We let out some, ep- let out, we released some episodes <laughs> and then we went radio silent. And in our defense, COVID, so you yeah, can't even come for me. <laughs> Let's well, use also, that as the excuse. I mean, we can use that as an excuse because it's a very valid one, but also we live in different mm-hmm. cities. Things are just, yeah. like, scrambled at the moment because of COVID, but also just, like, I don't know. We're we're doing what we can. Work's funny. 
for I'm sure us and everybody else in the world just like yeah <laughs> things are happening in the world I think we all have a valid excuse to completely have things going on and that's what's going on true true so you've been at your parents since when did you go up there mid-march maybe it's been i remember it was yeah it was pretty early on because i remember it was all happening and obviously like you and i were texting back and forth about how crazy everything was because i came home from work we started working remotely like halfway through march and i remember telling you and you were like yeah i'm basically like leaving my apartment um my family's forcing me to come home (laughs) yeah against my will i had my brother calling me just begging me to come home because this is one like the very first like oh we're gonna lock down kind of announcements happened and i was like completely fine with that i was like that's fine i just got groceries yesterday i can get them again in a week or so like we're fine and I was uh-huh. ready to chill. I had my yoga mat being like, I'm going to wake up, do that. And here's where my desk is going to... And, like, my teeny tiny studio is just hysterical. I compartmentalized. And I was, like, mentally ready for this. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but then I had my entire family bombarded me to come home. So I've been here since then, and that's just not great for me. But... Yeah, I, I'm, like pretty close with my family but still if they like forced me to go home I'd probably be pretty pissed about it (laughs) and it's just like it's one of those things where it's like I'm paying rent every single month to not Mm -hmm. use uh it's gross to me I don't have my own space I don't have I mean I do I have like this entire wing of the house it's I'm acting like I'm not a spoiled brat which I am (laughs) (laughs) um hashtag privilege yeah 100% privilege can I, like, make a side note on privilege that I was thinking about earlier today? Absolutely, girl. This is not going to be a linear <laughs> podcast, so we've oh, no, accepted it's gonna that. Be everywhere. But it's still COVID-related, <laughs> yes. so I don't feel like I'm going too far. Um, oh, I like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about privilege because um, we've had a couple COVID scares in my family. I don't know how many how much I'm going to really get into that, but there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of COVID shit going on with my family. And I, when this is all going down, I, I'm just living with my two parents, but my brothers live five minutes away from my parents as well. Um, when this whole scare was going down, we're like, this is fine. We'll each stay in our own rooms or our own spaces, which is, we all have a bedroom. That's pretty normal. But then also on top of that, we're like, oh, we're each going to choose our own bathroom and that's going to be fine. I was like, how... How privileged is it that a family of five can all be living under one roof and, like, have their own designated bathrooms? It, like, got me thinking about, like, the people who are crammed in apartments, like, the size that I have, but as a full family and things like that. I was like, if one person gets sick, you're all really fucked. Like, we're so lucky to be in this, like, larger home Mm -hmm. in this type of an... So that's what I was thinking about with privilege. It's like, we just have that many bathrooms and what the fuck? Like, who does that? But it's, you have four you know. or five bathrooms. This is not... Um, we have two full bathrooms. Okay. And then we have the powder room on the main floor. Powder room. I don't know. The, the, mm, the little, powder room? I don't know. <laughs> we, people call it that, right? The half bath on the main floor for guests as a powder. Yeah. I don't know. And then we have one, in, like a half bath in the basement. Okay. So, wow. I don't know how that works. Two well, full, two half. Yeah. So three? I don't I mean, know. You basically just described, like, 
why COVID has been so problematic for so many people because like we're all privileged in our own ways and then there's people who just like don't have that luxury and it makes me think about work too just like I I somehow made it out without getting furloughed I'm still amazed but like the fact that we can work remotely literally saves my job somehow and so many people either can't work remotely got furloughed got laid off just fully lost their job or like have to still go in and put themselves at risk and yeah that's huge I just by now I almost feel like I'm desensitized and it feels like less of a big deal so I try to remind myself occasionally like this is a big deal (laughs) yeah because it doesn't feel like it anymore I stopped watching the news like oh my god it had to have been like two weeks into it because it was non-stop it was full coverage not to mention at the time it was very much so like if they weren't talking about COVID they were talking about Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and all the protests and it was never like a good conversation that they were having on the news obviously so right it just was very fatiguing and yeah it's, but like it's exhausting for like you and I imagine being like a person of color during this time or somebody exactly. with less like it's insane how much privilege that we have and we're still suffering yeah. Like, what are other like, people feeling? <laughs> I, I, I can't even, I can't even put myself fully in those shoes. Like, although I will say it's gotten better for me personally, so I've been able to at least get that perspective and, like, try and focus on what I've got that's good because, i.e., you know, privilege, whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, in the meantime... If I can save my mental health, I'm going to do it because right. I was ready at the beginning of this shit. I was like, okay, I'm going to work from home. I'm going to enjoy this. I am living my best life. I had like a week See, or two weeks. Isn't that weird? I went in with such a positive attitude too. I was like, I'm so yeah. excited to be, but also I think that's also introvert life too. It's like we're just ready to be from home and not yeah. have to actually go anywhere to do anything. But I, Absolutely. Yeah, but like you said, too, like you and I are very lucky to be from very stable companies that are yeah. able to like maintain at least most of their employees. I think your employer handled it a little bit differently than our employer did. But like, nevertheless, people are in pretty good shape. Yeah. And like, actually, could, yeah, it's just weird. We had furloughed people. um, March, maybe in April, I want to say, and they're already back. So somehow, I, I guess they made more money than they planned on making. So our company is doing pretty, pretty well. And I, I'm just happy to see that, like, at least the people that they kind of like let go momentarily can be back and making money again, because I know so many people were having trouble getting their like government assistance and stuff. Right. Yeah. Because it was so and overwhelmed at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if my Aunt Beth is back, because she actually works at the same company as you, and she was furloughed, but I haven't really Oh, she was? In. Yeah, and she works in research, too. I don't really know what type of research, if I'm being honest, because I'm a great niece. Okay. But, um, uh, yeah, she did something there, and I know she was furloughed for a little while. It was great. When I worked, I did my internship there, and her, her and I would just go on walks during lunch. It was great. I love um, that. I, yeah. I like... I've also been in the office once, by the way, or once, twice. I think it was once. 
And it was super weird because, like, they have – you have to get, like, pre-approved before you go in. And then you mm-hmm. have to take this survey and, um, like, all the safety stuff. It's It makes sense. But, like, I got there and there was two other employees in this entire divisional office. And then there was some, like, surgeons walking around. But it was just so quiet and, like, weird. And I, I had a moment where I was like, oh, my God, essential workers, like – need to continue to get the attention that they've gotten this entire time because I had to sit there wearing a mask for just like a few hours and it was like I left early and came home and kept like continued to work at home just because the mask was so irritating and like invasive on my face Mm -hmm. so the fact that people are working in like hospitals and wearing three masks and then a face guard just like I don't know how they do it no and and, like, especially, like, medical workers who've been, like, doing it this entire time. I'm just, like, how do... Yeah. Like, not this whole... Maybe not the whole time. Maybe they get breaks in their shift, but now they don't. It's, like, mm-hmm. oh, yikes, dude. Or, like, even, like, going to pick and save. Like, I remember being a cashier. I <sighs> was irritated already. And then you're going to mm-hmm. make me sit there with a face mask. Like... And we're not trying to come across as anti-maskers here. Like, we're going to wear a damn mask when we're supposed to wear a damn yeah. mask. But it's, like, home Atlanta. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's at least it's gotten, like, as I've gotten more desensitized, I almost feel like I've also just kind of accepted that this is what's happening. And it's, like, it's weird because it's, like, almost I'm desensitized, but at the same time I'm just, like adopting this new norm so it's I don't know it's a very weird situation I know exactly what you mean though because okay good (laughs) like no I know exactly what you mean because I feel like I'm talking to people all the time who are like oh I just wanted to get back to normal which like I Uh agree I like going to the office and stuff like that but like also I need to like realize how little this is actually affecting me like how little it is actually affecting me I'm able to keep my job I'm more comfortable because I don't have to fucking go anywhere I'm sitting here with my two nice work monitors that I was able to get from the office like how little this is actually affecting me I pick up my um groceries curbside like there's nothing that like I can't do as a result of this and I know that's a privileged position but it's also and like it just doesn't bother me because I'm introverted too I'm like I get to stay home it's not like I have to stay home yeah. Like, there's not much I'm really missing. At first, I was like, oh, I wish I could go to TJ Maxx. But now I can go to TJ Maxx as long as I wear a mask. And, like, that doesn't really bother mm-hmm. me that much. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm also, feeling overall unaffected, which is just crazy. I guess that's pretty impressive because you must just be farther on the introvert scale than I am. <laughs> and, like, I, because I, I had the same perspective at the beginning and it was pretty good. And I also going into it like I knew that I did need something to do at home other than work because at the time I just didn't have a lot of like assignments and stuff um so I like I set myself up for success I got some projects I started my little garden um I did some other things and like I found books I was like I'm ready I'm here I'm ready to hibernate I got this and then uh I don't know maybe like a month in I feel like my mental health just like took a plummet and I had to like talk to my doctor and everything so well and I went on meds you know like just being fully transparent I don't care why did my voice crack oh my god (laughs) um but like I just I guess I wasn't prepared for it to be as 
mentally like fatiguing to work from home and then also try and like live at home and not really get the social interaction from work that I got because like sometimes the social interaction at work is exhausting to me like the fact that you have to get ready for work and then driving to work and then like being in the meetings and being forced to talk but like at the same time I got so used to that that when I was sitting at home and all we did was call in and basically do attendance and like briefly talk to each other for maybe like five or ten minutes like it just started to feel really lonely and I was not prepared for my mental state to just like fully plummet I have to admit that yeah I think the thing that's been the most mentally straining I think you've touched on this already but like just like the constant bad news like you're saying is the one thing where I'm like okay like I considered deleting Facebook for a bit but then like it's this weird balance between wanting to stay informed Mm -hmm. and wanting to preserve Mm -hmm. yourself a little bit because the thing is the news isn't changing that much but I also want to I don't know know what's happening when and where and blah 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 with yeah working from home with that yeah working from home is more like a I don't know I'm struggling to be as productive as I was because I feel a lot less structured because I there Mm -hmm. will be like an entire week sometimes that I don't talk to anybody except for like a lab meeting for an hour so I I guess yeah it just kind of feels like very out of touch like I have blank and blank and blank projects going on but all of them are so low priority and maybe I'm waiting Mm -hmm. on somebody from over here that I haven't heard from for for a week and a half to like actually be able to move forward I I mean like it's mentally straining in certain ways but also like I don't know I feel like I had a rough patch and now I'm just like content with it mm-hmm. yeah like you know. as, as things have progressed you've kind of like the rough patch is kind of it's like not quite as rough but also you're getting adapted at least this is how I interpret it for myself is like Mm -hmm. I had the rough patch and then I did the right things I sought help from a doctor I started myself on like trying to make better choices while I'm home and now it's just kind of like yeah this isn't the greatest and like I'm not getting everything that I need to have like perfect mental health but also like this is just is what it is for now and we're just gonna keep on keeping on I guess right yeah no that's exactly how I kind of came to terms with it I was like there's nothing I can do about it and it's not changing anytime soon so I might as well just be okay with it and so yeah, I'm just I sitting agree. here trying to be okay with it but I wasn't as good as you like I was going into this too like I had a whole whiteboard that you could see in the back of my zoom meetings that always gave people a chuckle that just said like quarantine activities (laughs) and I had like a whole checklist like I'm gonna read I'm gonna study for the GRE I'm gonna do this and that and I'm gonna get my shit together with all these things but like honestly like honestly if I'm being honest with myself I have changed so fucking little like I watch YouTube I do my work (laughs) I make a meal every now Mm -hmm. and then And that's literally, that's it. That's all I do. And I'm like, that's all I did before. So it's not like I'm taking on new activities besides like trying to make a grad school spreadsheet. But other than that, it's like, I would have been doing that anyways. I would have. Like, I'm not doing anything different than what I normally would do besides get like that, see the whole two other people in my office at work, you know? Well, and I mean, like, do you, 
I don't know that anybody needs to necessarily, or that everybody, I should say, I don't know that everybody needs to find something new to do necessarily. Like, I think I just grasped on to the, the idea of like finding new hobbies or trying new things because I wanted to step away so badly from social media, especially like actually in the last month or so, um, after my issues, talking to the doctor, things got better and then things got worse. So it was like in the last month or so, I was just having a really rough time and I was like, no, I need to, I did like a social media cleanse, which felt so good. I would highly encourage, like, even if you just do it for a day or like I did it for a week and I felt so good after, where was I going with this? But like, I, I wanted to replace my habits of like, just doing what I usually did and it worked when I was still living quote normal life because there was other stimulants or stimuli other stimuli and there was other interactions that I could have whereas like once I once I narrowed my life down to like working from home eating at home like being on the tv or the computer or my phone all the time I just somehow ended up very unhappy so I was like I'm going to replace all of this like TV and phone time with reading or I tried embroidery that didn't work out, (laughs) but like just the new things is what has helped me feel sane. So I don't know that everybody needs to try new stuff or have this like quarantine glow up. Like I think that's great for people who can do that, but also like it's kind of obnoxious for people who don't have the motivation because like we're in the middle of a pandemic so you know I think that's a really good point because I kept reading all these posts about like how it's okay to like deal with it differently like some people might read more and other people might just like dissociate Mm -hmm. and stare at a wall for a little while which I think I've been doing the latter but (laughs) (laughs) um because like can I read like if I have like the free time I don't know maybe this is just like sheer laziness on my part But if I have free time, I'm not going to be like, let me pick up a book. Like, I wish I was that way, and I used to be that way a long time ago. I used to love to just sit and read. But now I'm like, I just want my mind to be blank, whether it's just, like, watching something that I'm not really watching. Like, I'm I'm on America's Next Top Model right now because I finally got Hulu again. Ooh. I'm having a great time. (laughs) I'm having a great time. But... (laughs) I, I'll either do that or I'll like play Animal Crossing like it's like I'll never be like let's do something where I actually have to engage like I just want to be yeah. blank in the mind which I mean I don't know does that make sense because like I'm balancing between just getting off the I don't know I think it's maybe just laziness I'm trying to make it sound better but I think I'm just lazy because well, I, I don't no. know I mean you're like Fair, maybe. But also, like, may I just point out another thing that I've been hearing a lot on social media, a good thing, is that, like, we shame ourselves and people in society for being lazy. And, like, I understand that logic. I understand that, you know, stance. But at the same time, like, within ourselves, we start to shame ourselves for being lazy. It's like, for the love of God, you're sitting at home, you're quarantined. Like, be lazy and feel good about it. Let yourself do what the fuck you want because you're an adult and if you want to be lazy for a day, like, do it and don't feel bad. And I love that because it's true and, like, maybe not all the time. I, you know, whatever. There's, like, a happy medium for everything. But, like, for you, maybe you're lazy, but, like, you get to do what you want because you do still work. You are still 
doing what you can when you can and also like it might just be your coping mechanism which might be worth considering how can I like reflect on that at least that's what I'm doing but like it doesn't always need to change you know yeah I'm just like trying to wonder at what point I can stop using that is an excuse because it has been months now and I am adapted (laughs) (laughs) like like that's just that's just it it's like it's not like I'm still in shock over this or anything like that and I'm just trying to figure out how to make a day a day no I've been I've been doing this for a bit now and I think I've just gotten really comfortable with it and I mean I have made like the teensiest bit of progress on like certain goals like making a grad school spreadsheet or things I don't know I've been like poking at things like that I just want to get a little bit away from complete mindlessness because I feel like that's all I've been is either work or mindlessness or sleeping yeah I think I I know where you're coming from because that's kind of how it felt like well I don't know if it felt like mindlessness it felt like severe depression but you know sometimes that does feel like mindlessness yeah I think that's like yeah a factor like I don't know, like, if if that's what you're dealing with, you don't have to say, but, like, sometimes... Not to my interpretation, even if but perhaps. <laughs> yeah, well, and, like, I don't know, if you, if you need to talk to anybody or if you need to switch up your routine, like, at least we can still go outside, and that's one thing that I've been trying to, like, just do is, like, on my bad days, for, I swear, for the longest time, like, I wouldn't eat lunch, and Evan would come home and be like, why like why did you not eat like what's wrong and I would tell him it's like dude on my bad days I literally like I need pre-made food because I cannot make like make food I can't Mm -hmm. cook a lunch because I'm fucking depressed (laughs) so like like, no (laughs) yeah so it's like on those really bad days I even still like if I'm just feeling a little bit more down like I'm not going to try and force myself to, like, all of a sudden do a 180. That's, like, self-torture. But I'm going to, like, if I can brush my teeth, that's great. That's a win. If I can grab a freaking glass of water, that's a win. And, like, my next step that I'm going to try and incorporate more when I'm just, like, not feeling super great is, like, just going to sit outside for however long I need to because I swear. Yes, vitamin D and the sunlight, but also, like... I don't know if you have trees by your house, and I'm just going to go off on, like, a little tangent real quick. Please do. But, like, in our backyard, we have these two really big trees with these fat leaves, and when it's windy and you just lay in the grass, it sounds so nice. I always tell Evan, I sound crazy, but, like, (laughs) when I hear wind blowing through trees or, like, waves crashing, I swear it's, like, cleansing to my soul. So there's just something about, like, being outside that helps a little bit. Yeah, I guess I've never really thought about the auditory stimuli before. I said stimuli weird. Yeah. But um I I yeah, I know where you're coming from cuz a lot of times I'll just take the family dogs and sometimes the grumpy cat too. I'll just like throw them in the front yard <laughs> with me and sit underneath like this one tree that's kind of centerish in our front yard. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty like just with a cup of coffee and I'll just sit there like hang out yes. with the animals it's pretty I nice love. 
It is. I, it's like and I always underestimate so it before I do it. Yeah, I always underestimate uh-huh. it. Like, oh, whatever. I'll just go sit outside yes. for a check, and then I'll just be like sitting there, like, why am I so blissful right now? This is me. I know, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm living my best life. It makes sense too because when I think about like when I was my most like unhappy unhappiest god my words i see like not going into like real life is ruining (laughs) my brain but like when i think about my really bad times at work when i was like doing mentally the worst at work i would always complain about the fact that there was literally no sunlight from my cube or like it just felt like you go into work it's dark you come out from work it's dark and there's no like like, winter yeah and then there's no like windows or whatever so like it makes sense that right now I have the luxury and the privilege of sitting outside and drinking my coffee in the morning and getting some vitamin d and some fresh air or taking a break and just sitting outside and not having to like you know be accountable for a moment I don't know like it just makes sense that it's it's what I was craving when I was going into work and I was freaking upset and now I get the chance to do it, and it actually helps. It's like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm very blessed to have a window at work, too. So I, I know. Just, you lucky bitch. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a beautiful little office. It's so Like, cute. I share it with a few people, but it's, like, people I like. It's just a good environment for me. But um, honestly, there are studies, though. Like, there's reasons that it makes us feel so much better. Like we're mm-hmm. going on a whole tangent about sunlight and vitamin D, but let's do it. There is a no. Study I'm here for the mental read. health talk. <laughs> but Ooh, like, tell good. me. There, I, uh, it was like a one-liner that I read. That it's like oh. an extra thirty minutes. <laughs> it's not that big. <laughs> uh, I didn't read the whole thing. Um, it was just like a one-liner that said like an extra thirty minutes in the sun soaking up vitamin D. Oh, what was it? I don't even know. It was something that it makes like a pretty big impact on your mental health. Like, for I'm both depression surprised. and anxiety. And, like, I'm not surprised. Like, that just seems like a duh. But, like, they yeah. actually really did study it. Like, they had somebody go out in the sun for 30 minutes. And I, they did it. They did the whole thing. And I they really... <laughs> yeah. And There's did I look into this it? Lady... Nah, but... That's okay. There's this lady <laughs> I follow on Instagram. She's, like, a holistic practitioner. And she's constantly talking about... She calls it the Daily D, which my awesome. my brain... My brain just interprets that sexually, but she means vitamin D. She didn't and... do an innuendo there because I kind of doubt that. <laughs> I, somehow, like, maybe she has, but I have never heard it from her. But, like, she says that you need to have, like, a certain amount of your skin exposed, too, for it to be effective enough. Oh. And so, like, just being out there in, like, a sweatshirt and long pants isn't necessarily enough. Like, you have to, like, have your arms and maybe some of your legs exposed, um, which I don't know. I don't know the science or the research, but I just think that's an interesting that, tidbit. That does make but... sense because you would absorb more. Yeah. Theory. And also, like, on a the same note, but, like, the woo-woo spiritual kind of vibe, I suppose, is, like, there's something to be said for, like, sitting on the ground or under a tree or just, like, by some freaking herb bushes that, like, just feels grounding and it feels like it resets you like not even just mentally but just like spiritually I swear it I don't know it just feels so good and I the earth hits different the earth hits different (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say it just says like okay I love that just like think for a second like 
sit like just imagine how different of a person you are this is gonna sound kind of woo woo and weird too but here i go i love it i'm here (laughs) for it (laughs) imagine yourself like sitting on like a cement driveway it doesn't hit the same as sitting in grass no you're so right it just doesn't it's a different thing well and it's not just because your butt hurts you know what i mean it's like yeah that's also it's like i don't know i don't i can't even explain like i hate the fact that bugs crawl on me i'll be honest but i also like i've been trying to be like instead of like ew get off me i'm gonna squish you it's more like oh hello friend you don't belong here but i love you goodbye (laughs) i'm allergic to grass so that's a different situation but like ooh, that sucks i still do it some things are worth the risk i mean you could just like sit on a blanket but yeah but like the earth hits different yeah I should it does a you're, you're right <laughs> i should just bring i a almost outside. you literally should like and then okay maybe you can put your feetsies in the grass but like don't don't make yourself break out in hives or anything i only really break out in hives if i like roll down a hill or something Oh I don't God. know. <laughs> I don't know. Or there's this one time I ate a piece of grass when I was a kid, and that didn't turn out well for me lung-wise. Lauren! But... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't recommend. <laughs> but, yeah. I almost feel like I'm sh- I've am i also heard a lot of conversation about specifically about slowing down, and I feel like this goes along the same thought process. Is like, I mean, when when you were working... When did you literally just take a break and go sit outside, whether it was, like, to drink coffee or to be with your animals or to just sit in the grass? Like, me, literally never. I would come home. I would make dinner, maybe if there was errands or things to do, and then you'd just, like, watch TV and and go to sleep and, like, repeat. And I feel like, if anything, at least this, yes, this is a privileged perspective too, but like for me in my position and a lot of people have been thinking that like this whole entire COVID situation has just forced a lot of people to like stop and just slow down and reconnect with maybe things or things in life or things in this world that they have neglected, that we've neglected. And I definitely think nature is one of those things. Yeah. It feels good. Like... I can't help just to, I don't know. I just feel so lucky to have, like, the office situation that I do. Because you're like, how often do we get to do that? But I'm like, I do that, like, even when I was in the office, I did that quite a bit. Because we we have a dog-friendly office. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah, so we have, like, three (gasps) or four dogs just, like, on my floor. And my one of my office mates has owns one of the dogs. And all the time she'd just be like, hey, Lauren, we're all going to let the dogs run in the, like, courtyard of like the building that oh we live in. Oh my god. <laughs> and so yeah, so she'll just be like, "Hey, we're going to go let the dogs out. Do you want to come and like just chill for a little while?" So I'll just bring my little cup of coffee down to the courtyard and all these dogs running around in the snow and shit. It's it's great. And then also oh my, my park my park that's right next to my apartment too. Like I walk home anyway, so I'm like, "What's another half hour?" and then I'll just walk. <laughs> so I did it a lot and I just Okay. So I honestly probably experience I don't know. I bring the dogs to the park a lot now, but I just love That's my so fucking nice. office. I just love my I'm fucking so office. It's so good it for me. It's so nice. I well, just feel like, so ungrateful. Like, because when I was well, there, I was like, wow, I love this. 
you know? Yeah, well, you but should be. I now, do. right? It puts it into perspective. <laughs> like, you're it like, really oh, does. shit, that was great. And I'm sitting here like, your job satisfaction surveys got to be popping because you have dogs on campus and it's just like game over. People are happy and people are just like ready to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like very, I don't know. We have a very good work environment when it comes. <clears throat> sorry, I have to clear my throat. When it comes to like, oh, go like I don't know they're just very loosey-goosey with like oh go take a walk across campus for an hour or so if you need it like I just it's a good office they're so loosey-goosey and like again with our like loose scheduling too like I still get the benefits of that now too if I want to sleep until nine and then clock and I can do that I'll just stay clocked until seven working rather than you know as long as I, but you know what I mean? Like, if I need to sleep in that day, I can. Or if I want to only work yeah. five hours today, I can work nine hours or ten hours tomorrow to make up for it. As long as I do, That's like, my true. weekly hours. Like, it's very nice, nice to have that flexibility. It's yeah, just well, great. and especially, like, if not when things were normal, especially now because of the uncertainty and because of the mental effects on everybody individually like we're all handling it differently so heaven forbid like you're just having not so great of a day and you only want to work part of the day it doesn't need to be like pre-approved you just know you have the flexibility as long as you do everything else whatever other day you need no it's absolutely amazing because there have been days where I've like woken up when I like need to wake up like it's 7 30 I'm like I should get up and clock in but also, like, there's mm-hmm. been days where I've woken up and I'm like, absolutely not. There's not a chance in the world I cannot do it today. And so I'll stay. Yeah. Oh, it's just great. It's like, no, maybe I need that's to sleep like, today. I need to sleep today. Maybe that's where my work fatigue kind of comes in or, like, how it gets created. Because it almost feels like like work didn't really adapt to be the work-from-home life. It's more so, like we just basically carried over every single thing because we have a lot of meetings on like Wednesday, Thursday mornings and now also Tuesday nights. And it's more so like, and fair, like you still need to have your meetings. They're important meetings that like doctors are in and stuff. But at mm-hmm. least for people like me, it's like there's still no flexibility as far as like I'm expected to call into all those meetings, even though I don't like verbally say anything I still learn from them so that's fair but like Mm -hmm. you know there's not that built-in expectation of like yo if you just need like two hours in the morning or an hour here and there like um you don't need to clock in right away and like I think there's more flexibility obviously for salaried people but I don't know it's more so like it it feels like we're still trying to do the regular but from home and I think that's where I get fatigued because it's like we need to just accept that it's not the normal and not force people to like still do the normal things I don't know if I'm even making sense no you are making like I don't know I'm just like super grateful for my office environment but I honestly feel like we need more flexibility in other office environments because the thing is yeah our office environment didn't get more loosey-goosey because of covid i mean they did in some ways like we have like six weeks paid covid leave if we need it which is just brilliant mm-hmm. in itself and you can apply for more but dude six weeks that's six a lot weeks. and like on top oh of God. all the other time off and sick days and stuff we already got like they're just amazing wow but that's um, awesome it's so good but like we really didn't change anything from like in-person office protocol to now it's not like we loosened up attendance Mm -hmm. or the amount of time that you can go get some sunlight or anything like that it's really the same but 
like people are happy like the fact that we didn't have to change anything in order to transition into this tougher time just shows how good the office environment is okay scooby can we pretty impressive scooby i hear him no what's he doing that's good he's just barking (laughs) i can hear him (laughs) i don't know if it's gonna pick up on the microphone or not um but like we need more shit like that like people always make fun of the startups and not that the university i work for is a startup it's not but like people make (laughs) like to make fun of the startups Uh that have like a tennis table tennis thing or a pool table for like people to like unwind for a half hour people are like oh so we're not even gonna work when we like people love to make fun of that but people also don't realize how much less draining that is on the employees and how much better that makes the employees and also they're humans (laughs) like let them be exactly it's like okay i'm hoping this whole covid thing like helps corporations understand that they don't need to have these like they can be a little bit more flexible and they'll actually get more productivity out of people because they're happier and they're mentally healthier and they're like present when they're there instead of being like you know exhausted or depressed or whatever like i just Mm -hmm. i also look at sorry (laughs) the there's like you know the the whole argument about like four day work week or yes four day work weeks or something like that Mm -hmm. um I don't know a lot of companies that are doing it but I know that some of them have opted to do it because they think that it makes their employees more productive and I would like absolutely echo that because it's like a you not only have less time to get your shit done but you feel more rested you don't feel like you have a you blink and the weekend is over it's like not to mention, like, life still happens, and so having that extra day, I don't know if it's floating or always on Friday or whatever, but, like, it just feels like you're not only working or living to work. It feels like you're better balancing the fact that you do need to work and you are a productive citizen, etc., but also, like, still get your personal time. Like, why do we not feel entitled to that anymore? I just, like, I'm going to go on another little rant. No, do it. And it's, like, <laughs> I had to put in, um, was it sick time or like vacation a long time ago when we were still physically in the office. And um, I just found myself like almost feeling bad or wondering if my boss was like going to give me the sick time or whatever time that it was. I don't even remember. And then I was like, you know what? Like that's, that's silly. Like I earned the time. I don't need to even feel hesitant to submit a request to take the time. Like I struggle I with that I feel a like lot, we... too. I know what you mean. Like, we yeah. have well, a I certain think... amount of weeks set aside to be sick or to be our, like, be a not working person in the year, yeah. and we still feel, I don't know, we still feel bad using the things that are very just, like, they're ours. Like, we earned blank yeah. amount of weeks of, it's crazy. Uh, like, just I feel nice. the same way. If I wake up and I'm genuinely sick, I feel bad using a sick day. Yeah, I feel bad submitting a sick day. I feel like I'm doing oh something God. wrong, and that the whole office is judging me, even though the whole office or is even like, like, like it well soon. Like the office doesn't yeah. care. Well, and okay, like also, I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I don't. I know people are being sweet when they say that, but it's also like honestly, just like leave the sick person alone because you don't know what's wrong with them. And also, like I took a mental health day a few weeks ago or a few months ago at this point, 
and it felt so wrong. It felt so weird. It's like, I just yeah. hope that all this helps people get, like, you and me get more comfortable with that, but also, like, the actual corporations to be more open-minded and literally just maybe have a little bit more respect and flexibility for the human experience. Yeah, 100%. Because I also feel like... um at least people like me and probably people like you, but like a lot of people in general are paying attention right now of how corporations are treating their people during these trying yeah. times and being like, that's going to reflect my decisions on whether to support this company later. I, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess I'm just like that in general, but, and I know a lot of people don't care. Like a lot of people, it's like the best price, whatever, but some people genuinely do care how companies mm-hmm. run, how people are treated. I say, <laughs> That is, I sit here supporting Amazon almost every day of my life. Um, oh my god, I know it's so. Bad. I'm so guilty, so guilty. But it's it's crazy to think that we've been conditioned to be like this because I've been like this my whole life. Like even in high school, when my job didn't fucking matter, like it mattered. It was a fine job, but like I was there to earn a little bit of extra money and to like make savings. It's not like I was there because it was my passion, my drive, or anything. But even yeah. then. I wouldn't call in sick unless absolutely, and I think it's something my parents kind of instilled in me, but I can't think of a job where I've taken sick days, and now, like, it's different now for me that I have, like, okay, I have blank amount of days of sick days, like, okay, I'm just gonna yeah. use one, and I promise this mm-hmm. will be the only one, like, that's a little bit different, but in jobs in the past where it's, like, I had a shift and I would just have to cancel and I don't get paid for that day. It wasn't about mm-hmm. the money, but I could never, I couldn't do it. No matter how bad it was, I could not take a sick day. I'm like, oh, I can show up. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want to make them mad. I remember that. Are you kidding me? There was so many days when we worked together where you would come in and I would just look at you like, why, Lauren, why are you here? <laughs> well, it was also not the best year of my life, but like, um, yeah, but I don't know. It's just, I feel, I would have felt better there at least trying rather than, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because it would have been I just a, like another thing that I would be worried about if I wasn't there. I'd be like, oh, I'm sick and I'm a piece of shit. Like that would have been my mindset the entire day. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not, I don't know. I'm trying to get better well, at that, but it's absolutely insane that we're, like, a lot of us are conditioned to feel that way. Like, guilty yeah. to take the time, any given amount of time. Like, I feel bad having enough time to, like, do a face mask and paint my nails. When I do that kind of thing, I feel guilty because <laughs> I know my manager doesn't have the time luxury of doing that. She's busy all the time. Yeah. I feel guilty having my evenings open, which is normal <laughs> for my position. <laughs> Like, my position is full-time, but during the day yeah. and not on the weekends. Like, I feel guilty when I have time on the weekends or evenings to do Lauren things. I'm like, oh, I'm not helping I mean, okay. right now. It's fine. <laughs> that's a little excessive. Like, I don't feel bad about my weekends, so that's pretty, like, intense. Maybe, I don't know. You gotta, I just do because girl, I can do gotta... hours on the weekend if I wanted to. I just don't. Oh. I don't know. That's fine. It's, like, you're, yeah. you don't have to. I just don't like it. No, I don't have to. That's absolutely true. The thing is, is, like, the flexible schedule is really great for me for a lot of reasons because, like, I can put in some hours on Saturday and Sunday if I want to, and that counts towards the rest of my week. I mean, why wouldn't it? It's a day Mm -hmm. of the week. 
but like I don't like it when I'm not like I've already clocked out on Friday that's it I submit my hours I don't like when I'm clocked out and submit for the day like especially on a Friday afternoon if I'm already clocked out oh it really gets me if I like get an email from somebody else I'm like they're working see I'm being a piece of shit (laughs) like I hate that I immediately feel guilty I'm like I'm just gonna respond like I don't have any work-life balance if I get a work email in the middle of like a social thing I'm still gonna be like oh, let me just re- reply real quick just so they know I'm on my sh-. like because I feel like working from home especially I really need yeah. to like I feel an extra reason to show that I'm on my shit yeah Unusual well I mean too, that's because fair. they can't see me be on my shit yeah so we literally we had to do a daily check-in email for the longest time it just got oh, changed Jesus. to like a weekly like send in what you've accomplished which I'm fine with I they need to like keep track of what you're doing and that's fair but like it was so exhausting to be like hi today I'm gonna do this and then like half the time because you get emails and you have meetings that wasn't even like what I actually did right so absolutely I definitely like I get the guilt thing at least during work while you're clocked in because like and our boss even especially at the beginning was like if you need to go sit outside for an hour or like walk you know get up go for a walk play with your dog whatever like do it because this is super weird this is an unprecedented time and like I still stand by that and I agree with it I think I've like come to terms with it and I'm more comfortable doing it now but at first it was like I need to sit at my computer for eight hour eight hours a day because that's what I would do if I'm in the office but it's just like not the same no I will admit that I have like um slowly loosened up because at first I was like that too where I was like I can't go anywhere else like I the very bare minimum least have (laughs) got to be sitting here (laughs) but Uh like um no I have loosened up with that a lot too I we started off like the first week where we're like okay it's just gonna be the two weeks that was funny but um i know it wasn't that funny where i'm like i'm just gonna go home for two two weeks whatever (laughs) um but at the very beginning of that we're like um my manager that was the plan too we were gonna be like send out an email of what you're planning to accomplish this week first of all i was the only person who did it and everyone like i just i sent it to everybody and everyone's just like okay lauren and then I never did it again because nobody on. else did it. Well, no, I was told to send every like send out an email of what you plan to do this week to everybody who might be collaborating with you in some way. So I just sent it to all the people that I would usually be working with on said tasks. Oh, gotcha. And so I did that, and then everybody's like, "Okay, cool." And then <laughs> nobody else did it, and nobody did it the next week. So I was like, "I guess we're not doing this." So we've all just kind That's of like so funny. We're all just kind of doing our own thing, and that's good in a lot of ways. I don't know. I think mm-hmm. I felt more strained when I had to. Yeah, say, I'm absolutely. getting done blank, blank, and blank. Mm-hmm. But now it's Instead it's kind of, just of a trade off. Like being able to, yeah, it is a trade off I mean, though because now I feel like I need to somehow prove it when they can't see it. Yeah, because yep. I am I just emailing that. participants, or I am just doing this amendment or something. Like, that's just not, like, a Google Doc that everybody can see the progress on, but it's still happening. So it's yeah. just kind of weird. Well, it's, like, everyone knows there's a stupid amount of, like, small little administrative things that need to get done in pretty much any job. So I think people get it, but it, it is weird when you can't show, like, oh, I wrote this grant or I wrote this, like, IRB protocol. It's, like, it's right. smaller than that, but it's just as significant in the grand scheme of things. 
Yeah, no, it's definitely just as significant. It just feels weird to not be sitting across the office from someone with, where they can see me physically, like, typing it up and doing yes. things. Because then uh-huh. I'm like, it's, it's okay, weird. they can see me doing it. Whereas, I don't but know. But at the same time, when I would be shopping on Amazon, now people sure. can't see that I'm shopping on Amazon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I Yeah, and again, I was pretty lucky because, like, the people I share an office with are just kind of like, oh, you buying soup, Lauren? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to send it to the office. I need some soup. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Well, that's like, no, fair. No, it's really, yeah. I don't know. So I guess I had it easy, like, most of the time, or I would just be, like, or I would just be, like, doing my actual job, and then I would ask, oh, are you busy? Because I was asking, like, my coworker a question, and they'd be like, oh, nope, just listening to a podcast, what's up? <laughs> like, like, none yes, of us are... I love that. I don't know. It's a very loosey-goosey office in general, but we all get our shit done, so why shouldn't it be loosey-goosey? Exactly. Like, it's like, if you can get your shit done and get it done well... There needs to be more trust from the corporation or the company in you as the employee. Absolutely. Yeah, I I do fully recognize that there are a lot of people who would take advantage of it. And I think everybody does at times, like, naturally take advantage of it. But I still think it's better than having people so strained and, like, have such a hostile environment that they don't feel like they can be humans. Like, there was or one like, time I started yeah. having a breakdown, and I was just like, I'm going to work the rest of the day from home, just so I could, like, cry in peace, you know? Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to write my email, so I'll cry, but nobody has to watch me do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> and they just, like, let you go home? Well, I mean, nobody really checks in with me. I literally come and go oh. as they please, and sometimes people are there, and sometimes they're not, because we're all on a very I'm loose so schedule. Jealous. See, yeah, and that's so. kind of what I'm hoping kind of comes out of this is like, I know I won't be able to work from home once things are the new normal, but like, I'm hoping that maybe there's the flexibility of like, if I do need to write a grant or if I do need to focus on like lit reviews or just data collection for a day or two that I could work from home instead of like always constantly going in, you know what I mean? Like just having Absolutely. the option if you know you have a specific project that you do better when people aren't coming up to you or you're not in the office environment, like that would that's the only thing that I want to come out of this. And yeah. not to work from home all the time, but like just to have the option if you need to or if you're having a day. Like that's so nice to go home and be like, I'm gonna cry in peace, but you don't need to know that. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep getting my work done and you won't even know. You won't even know the difference. Exactly. But yeah. um I honestly like Again, like, my office is just nice with that kind of thing. But, like, what's very normal in my office and what, like, this is just one example of what could be really good for other places is, like, a very normal schedule for people is, like, oh, I'm going to work Monday through Thursday in the office and then I'm just going to work Friday from home. Like, that's super Mm -hmm. normal for people in my office. And, like, usually we'll work longer days on Monday through Thursday in person and then just do a half day from home on Friday yeah it's very like anything like that where it's just like my entire week does not have to be dedicated to coming I I mean like it does because I'm still doing the work but I don't have to be there yeah no I totally agree and like ooh, also so um we've been like shut down for research pretty much this whole time and we're kind of slowly coming back online Uh and one thing that we're doing for our study is starting to do like virtual consents so Um, ever since the study has existed, you need the physician to basically 
be in the room and talk to the patient because they're like the expert or whatever Mm -hmm. um, in in the specific procedure and diagnosis. But since we are kind of just there to make sure that all the research, you know, boxes are ticked or whatever, we can just call in now, which is so nice. And I'm hoping that like being able to do it virtually now kind of like lays the groundwork or the foundation or whatever for when we come back and you know, say I do choose to work from home Thursday or Friday one week um, and then somebody shows up and I need to consent them instead of like running in and driving in for that appointment, I could just like call in. That would be so nice. Absolutely. I honestly, I feel like this whole COVID remote thing is really good at forcing places to do the most technologically advanced thing that we are able to mm-hmm. do for a while but have neglected it because we've never had to because we yes, could just do it in person before yeah because uh-huh. all of our younger kids that we um run through a year of surveys with i don't know why my words aren't working that, that wasn't the correct <laughs> terminology at all but like the younger kids that are in the study the mm-hmm. our youngest cohort right now is a sixth grader and our wow. yeah our oldest are like <laughs> a couple of years younger than you and I, they're freshmen in college. Um, oh my God. So there's a big range. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go run a child. And they're like three years younger than me. I'm like, oh, okay. But <laughs> I see. But um, our younger kids, so the sixth graders through the ninth graders have been in-person visits up till now. And then all of a sudden, like that's halted because we can't do in-person visits yeah. or run them through any sort of survey in person anymore. Like we're used to with like our little flip books from the 80s and whatever else and so now all of that but it's like kind of beautiful now because like I first of all I love tedious work like scamming and shit like that like I make make a powerpoint I'm in I am in like Qualtrics surveys (laughs) that's my shit I I don't know Qualtrics surveys are so good so fun I say as I neglect to do one but like (laughs) I'll do that that's that's today I'm gonna get that done but um like it's just like stuff like that like this is like a golden opportunity for me I'm like you're just gonna give me all the workbooks from the office and I get to scan them in so we can make them virtual into like slideshows and Qualtrics surveys and then I get to oh my god it is my bread and butter I'm so excited like these 60 page workbooks I'm like oh I'm gonna scan my little butt away so excited that's also like the fact that we're doing so much shit by paper I'm thinking about specifically a your surveys and b the consenting process that we do is all on paper and I know a lot of other universities or institutions have been doing like electronic consenting on iPads and stuff and that's mm-hmm. great but like not everybody's doing that and I'm like why are we not in the 21st century like technology needs to be utilized for this exact example, like, I'm not saying that if we were doing e-consenting, we would have been prepared for COVID, but I'm just saying it's not entirely untrue to say that. But it's just wild to me because it's like, we've been doing these, like, I fully understand when these kids were two and three and technology was a lot more <laughs> primitive than it is now. But it's like, yeah. why haven't we started to update this sooner? Like, I realize we've been doing these exact surveys the same way for a very long time. But it's like the things that you're paying me to fly out to Houston for to go run this one kid through this one survey. Nobody lives in Houston. That was just an example. No HIPAA oh, violations okay. here. Nobody lives I was going to say. Like people, live, people live places that are in Chicago So you have sometimes. to fly there? Yeah. So they or... take one of our research assistants, ship us there, pay for our meals, pay for our hotel, 
And then we go in person to run this two-hour visit with these physical surveys, these physical books. Nobody lives in Houston. I said that right. (laughs) None of our participants are in the Texas area. But um, they they pay all this money to do all this shit. (laughs) I don't know. It's just like silly that it's like before then we weren't just like making this virtual and it's very easy to make virtual. Well, yeah, because, and okay, I thought that you were like driving maybe like max 30 minutes away for these things, but like if you have to have a hotel and like meals and stuff, it's like, why wouldn't they utilize that before all this? I just like don't understand. Like our kids that live literally across the country, like in like the most I've ever personally done, just because I'm the newer RA, is I've driven like five hours somewhere, but that's as far as I've gone. That's it. That's a commitment, though. Like, that's a lot. But, like, to be honest, it's great because I get paid for my miles. Although well, I'm yeah, getting paid hourly to drive. I like driving. <laughs> like, I have no problem yeah. with that. And then another five hours home, like, you're killing me. I'm in. But <laughs> you're like, wow, I'll actually go the speed limit. <laughs> I, I definitely did not. But because <laughs> oh, at the end okay. of the day, I wanted to go home. I was tired. But yeah, it was it's so good. But also, it's like, why are you paying me for five hours, well, ten hours of miles in one day and t- ten hours of literally just driving and getting no other work done to do this two-hour yeah, visit that's... when we could have transferred this to Zoom years ago, probably. Yeah, and, and literally the thing is, years. Too, is it's like, it's literal surveys. Like, I'll be reading out, like, on a scale from blank to blank, what do you think about blank? And the kid will be like, four. And I'm like, cool. And, like, and then I'm writing down the number four. I'm like, we can do this over Zoom. Like, and I fully realize uh-huh. there's certain there's certain things. Like, we're lucky enough that we can do online consents that it's not, like, there's some things that require a physical signature. Some more, like, there's just information that's more IRB protected. Yeah. We're, we're not dealing with any of that. So we're lucky to be able to do all of that. It's, like, it's crazy to me that we're only being forced to modernize this now. It's just wild to me that we didn't. And I, I, the thing is, though, like, when this is all over, I'm sure we're going to do in-person visits again, just for consistency's yeah. sake. But it's like, I don't get why. I don't get why. I don't know. I don't know. This is just, it's a crazy time. I also realize that we talk so much about research. I mean, what else are we going to talk about when we're talking about work? Yeah, we're but like both researchers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you hate yeah, research like and snore. you don't understand it, I know. <laughs> and we're like, but consent forms, IRB. <laughs> IRB, so consent important. forms, surveys, building surveys. <laughs> Qualtrics, my favorite. Oh, uh, God. That's ridiculous. But anyways, that's been fun as I've just been like transferring everything to online and then making IRB amendments. I'm boring. Wow. To... <laughs> get everything online which is so exciting that we're like forced to modernize a little bit and I feel like a lot of things you know that can Mm -hmm. be a thing drop in the comments how your business is modernizing a little bit like I don't know that can be fun because like we have a research perspective but like what about somebody who works oh an incoming call I think not Ooh, Trevor Wisconsin where is that bye Trevor (laughs) So, um, I don't know. Yeah, let us know. I'm very interested. Like, if you work for an insurance company, how are we doing that now? How's that going? How are you doing? Yeah. Like, how, yeah. I mean, especially 
that's a good point. Like, especially companies that are seriously, like, paper-based. I mean, that's got to be a shit show. I'm not even going to lie. I I chose insurance because I was an intern for an insurance company, and that was bullshit trying to turn into technology already, and I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) Ew, that sounds terrible. Oh, I hated it. I hated it so much. But if you're an insurance person, let me know. Let me know about it. That's a good... That's a good little tidbit. Do we want to talk about something that isn't research now since I keep going that way? Um, Yeah, that's fine. I was actually going to just like briefly touch on TikTok. Let's talk about TikTok. (laughs) I'm so addicted. Like I was not, I was into it before COVID, but like I just, I can't get off of it. Like, are you watching it as much as I am? Because aren't I the one who got you onto it? Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the real thing, Jenna. I worry. I worry anytime you say, here's the thing. <laughs> I mean, that's valid because it usually doesn't. <laughs> or here's a funny story is another one where it's like, oh, shit. But um, I haven't really delved into it still. Like, you send me TikToks and my other friend sends me TikToks. And I'm still in every, you and them are always like, Lauren, go on TikTok. You're gonna like it, and I'm like, sure. Uh, and right you still on... haven't. <laughs> and I'm like, right on the top of the to do list. Uh, no, oh I God. haven't. I I actually had it on my phone for quite a while. I downloaded it. And did you delete it? I did delete it. I think that was a few I'm... days ago now. But oh the thing God, is, I'm is personally all this, offended. Like, but here's the thing: everyone's like, it's gonna get banned, and I'm like, okay, bye. Guess I don't need to get into Except this. Except not. It'll just hurt me. I don't it's know. not. No, I think Microsoft is buying it if they haven't already. And also, like, if it gets banned, then fuck it. Like, enjoy it while it's around. Oh my god, you're missing out on so much good stuff. Jenny, like, here's okay, my thing. yes. Here's what? my thing. It's like <laughs> <laughs> if it does go away, <laughs> I don't want to like it because then it's just gonna be heartbreak later. And first of all, like, are it's there some not. funny ones? Are there some funny ones? I'm sure there are, but like. Like, I've seen them. There's there's proof. There's some good ones. It's just, like, I'm too old, okay? I'm willing to no, be, No, like, you're not. I'm too old for this, No. it's okay. No. I, it's pe- I don't know how to do Instagram that well. I don't need to know how to do Instagram that well. It's just, like, I'm here to watch, but, like, I don't know. It's well, okay. okay, but, like, you know what? I'm just fact-checking. You, okay, but you don't need to do TikTok to enjoy it, okay? People make TikToks, but you can just be that person to, like, make your algorithm as perfect to your sense of humor or your enjoyment as you want. And then, like, it's this little piece of heaven when you see, like, the exact kind of video that you just really hits hard, it hits home, and you're like, this is why I love this app. Not because I make TikToks and I know how to work this fucking app, because I definitely don't, but I love the content that people create. Also, yeah, yeah. I mean, just for like, the record, yeah. it says, um, I guess Microsoft confirmed. I'm checking to see if Microsoft purchased TikTok. I think they did. Microsoft said in a statement it will keep working. Oh, oh, okay. Apparently, we're going to know by September 15th if, if it's banned or not. And if they purchased say, like, TikTok. 
everybody's gonna be like oh this is my last tiktok like i've been seeing a lot of mumbo jumbo and then i'm like bitch when like i'm looking at my like it is, a part of me just really wants it to go away so people stop telling me to go on it i know how that's terrible like i get it i am <laughs> so offended <laughs> i know but it's also like i don't i just don't see it like i was never like to me this is vine to me where it's like I was never on Vine. Like, I don't even know what format Vine was. Was it an app? I was... Yes. Oh, my God. I I never had Vine when it was a thing. I knew all the references because I heard people like, oh, she needs some milk. Like, all the time. Like, everybody was doing the references that I was... And I've seen the videos, but usually through, like, Facebook because I'm 90 or something. Like, I never was on Vine. I don't need to be on TikTok. (laughs) Like, I just... Well, okay. Let me just... Let me just put this out there okay first of all i'm 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 so offended but second of all (laughs) i okay evan and i literally like half of our life is vine and tiktok references vine was like six or seven seconds of a clip it was like videos whatever but tiktok is like anywhere from like 15 seconds to a minute i think and so like let's be clear it's not just like a potato flew around my room before you came that's a that's a vine for them yeah i got i know that one (laughs) i love that one but like people actually make good shit on tiktok and and i'm just gonna say this you wouldn't know if you actually liked it unless you got a little bit invested enough to like start liking things so that it could kind of adjust the algorithm to the things that you actually like I'm not here to suggest that I don't like it. Like, I'm not here to suggest that I don't like it. I'm just here to suggest that I don't have... I have commitment issues and that I don't want to... Apparently. Like, I I do. (laughs) It's absolutely... Like, when people are like, let's watch a movie, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, like, a TV show, but I don't have, like, the type of commitment for a movie right now. Like, that's how I... That's so true. ...live my life. That's a good point. So it's kind of like that where it's like, I don't want to like get into another app. It's like me starting a new video game too. It's like, I cannot, no, I'm, I'm in Animal Crossing right now. That's who I'm in love with right now. And you can't make me play Pokemon. But I'm going to make you get TikTok. (laughs) Jenna, here's the kicker though. You want to know what the kicker is? (laughs) Yes. What's the kicker? But between you and my other friend bothering me to get TikTok, my other friend has been like, Laura, no, like, let's take baby steps. We're going to show you, like, because he kind of understands my humor. So he's like, I'm going to find some that are, like, very much your energy. And so what I've done in the avoidance of actually going on the TikTok app, which is already on my phone that I just don't <laughs> open, I go on YouTube and I'll watch TikTok compilations that have Vine energy. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> like, I literally just don't want to use the app. I just want to be comfortable. I want my YouTube. I want my Facebook. Instagram is a stretch for me. I still don't use Instagram very much. I try. But, like, it's really... You can't change me. You you can't teach an old dog new tricks. (laughs) Here's the thing. Like, my dedication to social media is so low that, like, when it changes, I'm just going to be done. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to follow it. Well, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I agree with, like... Instagram is maybe the only one that I'm like I've maybe because I've been changing how I utilize it like Facebook take it away I don't fucking care I'm done no Twitter it's just like negative energy all around maybe there's some funny tweets but take it away I don't care Instagram I'm like 
I'm I originally maybe would have said take it away I don't care but like I've been trying to follow people that like are legitimately good people or like match the vibe that I like or like talk about the things that I'm interested in instead of just like following stupid people from like the one time I met them at a bar or whatever you know right like that's no I, I do know what you mean by that like Instagram is the one another one where it's like sort of turning into my version of Facebook for me where it's like I'll just sit on there and scroll because I do follow people that I find entertaining but the thing yeah. is is like yeah Facebook in theory take it away from me I don't care as yeah. long as I have the pictures from it. But also, that's the, like, if I'm being honest with myself, if I'm being really honest with myself, that's the one that I scroll <laughs> through the most. As much uh, as I what? don't, like, and I don't even enjoy it. I'll just sit here and be like, ew, Facebook's trash, as I continue to scroll for three hours. Like, Why? I fully okay. realize that's stupid. You need a social media detox. That's, that's negative energy we don't need in our lives. And, Yeah. I don't know, because I found that, like, I was doing the same thing for a while on Facebook, especially, oh, my God, especially with um, all the protests. Like, I got super into, like, sharing my opinion and, like, amplifying other voices, which was great. But, like, when I would do it on Facebook, I would find that I would keep scrolling and, like, it just, like, Facebook was harnesses this, like, yes, it, like, harnesses this negative emotion but also just negative conversations because it's not like people are not open-minded enough to have a conversation anymore on Facebook like it's not about that it's about attacking each other or twisting each other's words like we already believe in exactly and it's like the thing that was bad with Facebook for me for a while was like when the protests were a little bit fresher like this is all still happening there's just less media coverage to be frank yeah but Mm-hmm. watching all the videos of like I don't I don't want to say compilation but that's kind of correct Ugh. but yeah. like all the threaded mm-hmm. together videos of the police brutality like oh this cop shoving this person them running over these protesters like I would just be sitting there sobbing but I wouldn't stop watching I'm like I want to be educated <laughs> like I was so yeah. upset but I would still just sit there and watch it like how disgusting yeah there I, don't know. I, I think that's the moment that I realized I needed to like work harder to change uh how I interact with social media but also like you know self-growth whatever but like was the moment I was doing that I'm pretty sure I saw one of the videos from Houston where a store owner got like literally beaten to death and they actually showed it and I I went from like just having a normal day scrolling on Facebook to just, like, having a full sobbing breakdown. Yeah, like a mental and breakdown. I, like, because it's so frustrating. Yes. Well, it's and so like, frustrating. I mean, not to mention, like, people upload these things. I'm specifically videos of violence. Like, they upload them to social media and, like, we just see it. And it's like, uh, we're what? We're either desensitized or we're caught off guard and affected emotionally by this stuff it's good to know about it but do I need to submit myself to seeing these things and breaking down when I can't change the fact that that person was beaten to death but I want to know about it and I want to know how I can change it like or help people like but Jenna honestly like how often lately like I'm sure this is happening to you just as much as happening to me but like watching these things and really sitting there like I'll sit there and try to process I just watch somebody die like in yeah, it, how it's hard fucked. is that to like process? I'm like, wh- why is this what's ha- like? How is this what is happening? That didn't sound like a I sentence. Know. I don't know. I, <laughs> like, I knew what you meant. 
I like I literally just don't do it anymore. Like I I have made boundaries with myself as if as if I need to make boundaries with a friend or a family member. I'm like I if I catch myself scrolling on Facebook and running into this stuff and f- letting it affect me emotionally without it being like a momentary educational thing, I just get off. And like if I notice that I'm doing it more often, I just delete it and I delete it for a day or a week or two weeks or whatever I need before I can feel like I can kind of control my interactions with it again because I just I refuse to like let social media be the thing that determines how I feel. Yeah I mean I think I need to take a lesson from your book here because like I will let it ruin my day. I will straight up let it ruin my day. And like I don't do it over like any of the any of the major issues right now the Black Lives Matter issues, like those really get under my skin. Like ooh, like it should it should get under everyone's skin, but it's fine. I'm not telling you how to feel. But like that now there's like the save the children thing going on too, and I'm like fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Like well, like sure that's so true, but like oh, it's so true. If you focus on social media and you hear all of these like. You see all these movements and you hear all these things that are happening, whether it's, you know, good things trying to fight the bad or you just hear about all the negative. Like, there's so many, quote, fights being fought or, like, war against this, war against that, like, war against drugs, war against, like, white supremacy, war against human trafficking, like, etc. The list goes on, but it's, like, you can choose to interact with that in a specific way on social media or you can choose to once you learn about it to go do the research elsewhere and do the reading and do the engagement process or get involved in some way that doesn't involve continuing to check social media and being a part of the negative um like cesspool basically is what yeah. i'm saying no it, i mean it is just draining it really is it is you need to get a hobby I, that's not just scrolling And that's literally coming yet again from a privileged perspective. I have no idea what it's like to be a an activist who is a person of color because that work doesn't stop. Like you eat, sleep, breathe, repeat all of this stuff and you experience it all the time. And it's like we have the luxury of stepping off social media. And if we're working from home, that's that's it. Like we don't have to keep advocating for ourselves or or advocating. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's I tough just that, like, like, you or I can just delete an app, but somebody else has to live it. Yeah, Like, that exactly. is really and tough. It's, grant, granted, I delete the app for other reasons other than just, like, because Black Lives Matter, you know, has the counter, I don't even know what you would call it, like, counter mo- movement? Not really, but Racism? you know what I mean? Like, the... <laughs> like straight racism, <laughs> the whole movement, oh the my whole God. racist movement. Exactly. Sorry, if you so disagree like, with that, you can leave. I don't it's know. Not that you the... want them to stay? I don't know. They can leave. No. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's not that hearing about Black Lives Matter or hearing about Save the Children is what's exhausting. It's just everything else. The fact else. that there it's is a the... counter-argument. People aren't mad about pedophilia. Yeah. People aren't well, mad about racism. People and, defend. And just the... The, the shit people say or the way they want to like they see you the way they want to see you when you share things or they hear what they want to hear it's like you know what I'm going to step off this platform and I'm going to take my education and my research into my own hands and I can share verbally or I can get involved and then that's fine like as long as I stay up to date I don't need to rely on this bullshit 
to make me feel like I'm actually involved in the movement. I can be involved in the movement and not be on Facebook and be absolutely 10 times happier. Yeah, I will admit that, like, I've only shared things a couple times because I'm very kind of timid when it comes to social media things. Like, I know, like, 90% of my family is going to disagree with me. Somebody's going to say something smart. I'm going to get mad. (laughs) Like, it's going (laughs) to... It's going to be a whole thing. Like, I'm aware of that, and I don't love that. But, like, honestly, the couple times that I have shared something, a couple family members that I wouldn't have expected liked it or something like that. I'm like, oh, okay. And it's usually, like, it's not my immediate family. That's for certain. But, like, (laughs) it's it's just, like, wow. Okay, So it's kind of, like, nice in a way to know, like, oh, there are not disgusting people actually in my bloodline. That's neat. Like, that's something to know. Yeah. But um, other than that, like, and the thing is, too, is, like, I'm not a prominent enough person on social media that people will bother to argue with me about it. It's either you're going to scroll past me or you're going to like it. Like, that's pretty much it. I don't, like, yeah. have, like, common feuds with anybody where I'm arguing about a certain issue that never ha- – and I don't comment on other people's shit either. I'll usually – like, if I agree with it, I'm going to like it and I'm just going to keep going. Or I'll say, yeah, like, I like unless it's, like, you thing. or my other best friend, I'll just be, like, damn right or something underneath. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't add anything prominent to the conversation. I definitely feel like, like, I, I just share things on Facebook. I, there was one moment where I, like, wrote my own post or whatever, but the place that I have been more excited to talk to people or, like, try and get in touch with people who may be racist or may need you know to get a little bit more freaking anti-racist you know is like Mm -hmm. Instagram because Facebook is great and I think especially for family members like the things that I have shared I have gotten some conversation from though I don't think it was entirely um productive or you know two-sided like the things that come from Instagram are real conversations that I have where if I share something, a friend will text me and it's a friend that I in particular know, like we don't agree on everything, but they'll text me and we'll have a conversation. Or there's a few people who popped up out of nowhere that I hadn't talked to since college or high school. And they would be like, oh my God, I didn't think about this. Or like, this is such a great perspective or I'm going to share this too. Like, I don't know. So there's, there's pros and cons to it all, but just like being able to put the boundary there really helps. See, I think the problem for me, too, and why I've been avoiding sharing things in general is because the times that I feel like, oh, I'm going to share this are usually when I'm mad about it. Like, I just argued with somebody about it, and I'm like, I'm going to show them. Like, I'm going to, like, it's always like I see Mm -hmm. something blatantly racist from, like, a distant family member, and I, like, go, ooh, angry, and then I, like, am scrolling, and I see a post that, like, exactly tells them why they're wrong, and then, like, it's you always out of spite, where I'm just, like, oh, I'm gonna share it, and I don't usually, because it's, like, they have their opinion, they're ignorant, otherwise they wouldn't have that opinion, and they don't, they're not gonna yeah. listen, even when I share this, so I need to let it go, is the thing. Uh, here's the thing, too, is, like, well, can I counter that? Like, do Please. you need to let it go? Because I think the... I understand a lot of people literally won't change no matter what you say, no matter what evidence you present. But at the same time, like... The two people in my media, head are those two people. 
you know, are okay. those type of... Yeah, like, like If it's, like, my immediate family, I can have a conversation usually. It's just, like, these yeah. people, I'm, like, hmm, TikTok, like, <laughs> see you later. I don't know. But it's especially, just, like, especially if it just comes down to sharing a post, like, just do it. Because, yeah, maybe it's out of spite, maybe you're angry, maybe they won't change, but, like... At least you did something. Maybe you can't yeah. have a full conversation with that person. But I just think of all those times that I heard very prominent people of color on social media at the beginning of all this saying, like, like call out you your... don't get to choose, like, when you say something. If you're being anti-racist, you do or you say something when you see it or, yeah, like, when true. you interact with it. Yeah, I, mean, I guess I'm tough, just, like, I mean, shy in general with sh- sharing things, so it's, like, tough to know. I don't know. And the thing you're is, more is of like, a scroller. Do... <laughs> I am more of a scroller. 100%. I don't <laughs> post a lot, and when I do, it's really, like, a... <sighs> okay, and then I, like, post. Like, I really have to, like, talk myself through it. But um, it's, like, why do I feel so vulnerable about sharing what is, in my opinion, right my counter argument Mm -hmm. like why do I feel so shamed and weird about that when this distant family member had no problem sharing like something that said white lives matter or something like that they had they didn't give a shit (laughs) they went ahead and posted that because you because you don't feel that way and I granted I also think that like a lot of us are us being like white people who maybe have racists in our lives like it's super uncomfortable because we haven't grown up being attacked and we haven't grown up having to face that all the time. So we're right. just learning that, like, like this isn't ever going to be comfortable. Yeah. So we're just learning how to deal with it and how it's not ever going to be fun or enjoy it. Enjoying. Wait. En- enjoyable. En- enjoyable. Goddamn. Yeah, you're, you're good. Thank you're you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. But you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like. Uh, yeah the, th- the thing just... that's also tough in like my family in particular like I'm gonna use Thanksgiving as an example is I am like one of the more outspoken politically people as weird as that is as shy as I am people know and so they pick on it yeah. a lot like I I'm just now starting to realize that certain other people at that Thanksgiving table have more moderate to left views than I ever thought but like two of them <laughs> like we love we love we those love people. we love but um it's also, like, if something really uncomfortable, like, racist, homophobic, or any, like, sex, sexist comes up at that table, everyone's like, oh, it's Lauren gonna, like, usually I'll make a face or something, but, like, people are always, mm-hmm. like, looking at me to be like, oh, what's she gonna do? And that enough is, like, a, too much confrontation for me. <laughs> I don't want that attention. Yeah. Like, I don't well, know. It's and just, mm-mm. I, I honestly, I, mean, I had that token. happen a lot, too. The what? I'm the token liberal of the table. Oh. You know? That people yeah. pick on. Which I know if you I'm deal being with. honest. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like um my family, like my immediate family, um, I guess I would have assumed they were liberal. Not as liberal as I would I would be views wise, but um we did have some interesting conversations that I guess I just assumed and I'm not saying that they're racist, because they're certainly not, but it just, it just goes to show that even within immediate families, like, you grow up together and you're raised by your parents, like, you can just have either, like, drastically different views or similar views and still assume that you have the same views and just be wrong. Like, yeah, I don't know. No, I know and and my, my parents, 
my parents don't pick on me or anything, but like it was tough to have a conversation with them about privilege and not be able to fully articulate myself because I didn't have all the all the answers and I didn't have the research done myself because like being a white person you just have to always be researching because you'll never fully experience it the experience yeah yeah so it's like it's hard to go into those conversations even with people who are more moderate and are more loving and accepting of you just because you're you because they still expect you to have like to bring all all of your resources and all of your statistics to the conversation as if like you're just the walking encyclopedia and it's like like, yeah it's like you can be like oh i have some oppositions to capitalism then it'll immediately be like oh what's your plan then what are you going to do that's not capitalism are you going to do social like it's literally an attack immediately like how like you can make a statement like some aspects of blank are gross and they expect you to have a full written thesis on how it should be instead it's like i don't know (laughs) i'm just telling you it's gross (laughs) especially with statistics like you and i both know like we've taken the stats classes we both know that statistics are valuable and to a certain extent but they can also be manipulated and we all know Mm -hmm. that like that's true at the same time you have to like know them and observe them but not take them as the end-all be-all and there's like it's just a weird, you know, finding value in it, but not fully leaning into that that's the answer. And so I thought it was think, interesting in this. Go ahead. Sorry. I think a problem, too, is even when there are, like, clean stats, people like to ignore them. Like, for example, with the COVID stuff, like, I'll be having a conversation with somebody being like, well, we're blatantly handling it the worst. We are doing the worst. We'll be like, well, we have such a bigger country. Like, you have to look at population. Like, okay, let's break this down then. Here's a graph. Proportional by population. We are doing the fucking worst. Do you understand? We are doing the worst. And people will still be like, it's not, yeah. It's like, no, these are correct. Like, I know you think I'm bending them. I know you think I have some sort of agenda to make this worse. No, it's actually really fucking bad. Really As bad. a side note, if we're talking COVID specifically, I don't know if this is true, um, but I heard from someone who works in a hospital that at least at their hospital, they were testing people, and so you test positive, that's one case. But then they were retesting people, and if it came back positive, they were testing it as a new case. A second recording positive. It. Yeah. They were No, they were like, it was like a second separate case instead of like a confirmation or, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they were like counting it, two it COVID cases for that yeah, one person. Yeah, so like. Tested. Okay, that's not good. I can understand why some people don't necessarily entirely trust it, but whatever. Like, just st- stats in general, like, they can be warped and they can be bent and whatever. But at the same time, sometimes they're valuable just to know about or think about, not even just to be like for proof you know if it's if the question is there that's enough to consider it right just add fuel to the fire here like allegedly this is a big old allegedly a friend of a friend was i don't know how to keep this anonymous so there's these people (laughs) that somebody i know knows (laughs) and they were they had a wedding coming up and so they were all gonna like be semi-responsible and get tested before the Mm -hmm. wedding and so they were in, I say semi-responsible, so they were all in line to get tested. They're like, ew, this is taking too long. So they got out of line and didn't complete their tests. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, cool, whatever. They got positive results back, allegedly. 
even though they didn't do the test. I No, like, I have heard that from people that my family is friends with or people that Evan is friends with. Like, we've we've heard that from a lot of different people, and it's just... It's weird. Yes. Like, what's going on there? Allegedly. But also, like, why... Yeah. But, like, to be a not-biased person, which I attempt to be, it's, like, I gotta be, like, what's that? What's going on here? What's the tomfoolery? Yeah. Like, I don't want the stats to be wrong. I want the stats to be accurate so I can yell at people about the stats in an accurate manner. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know, they're definitely gonna be, they're definitely gonna be accurate if they're just, like, sent immediately to the White House. That seems to Oh, definitely. As long as it goes through a bunch of people with (laughs) political gains from it, then it's gonna be perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. (laughs) That's exactly what we should do. I so appreciate the sarcasm. I love it. satire. Yeah, it's just gross. So can you see why I would want to try some CBD given COVID and given protests and given all this like political shit that's going on? Jenna, let's talk about CBD. Yes, I can completely understand. We all need a little bit of a, (laughs) we all need a little bit of a let's not be here type of situation. I, I use THC, but yes, let's talk about CBD. Honestly, there's not much to talk about other than the fact that I found this girl on TikTok because TikTok is great. Fuck you, sure. Lauren. <laughs> I, know, I understand. Um, she just like works for a um a family owned farm in the Appalachian Mountains, I think, and it's just really cool because CBD is legal in all fifty states, technically, um, as long as there's less than point. 3% THC it's legal I believe at least that's what it is in Wisconsin and um I tried it eh, I'm not that big of a fan of smoking it um I'm gonna try the tincture and then we'll report back because I just feel like smoking it it's like I, I never liked I theoretically I never liked the taste of weed because I had only imagined what it tasted like theoretically mm-hmm. um but if I theoretically the didn't like it, why would I like the taste of CBD? It tastes the, what I would imagine is the same. <laughs> no, I will challenge you on that because Jenna ordered from this company and then told me about it. So I ordered from this company as a regular weed user with THC. And so I'm comparing them very directly. They taste very different. They do, do they? taste different. Yes. Which one did you get? I got, let me see. I'm, I'm right by my drawer where I keep everything. So it's like cherry something. Cherry mom? No, I don't know. I would have okay. to look. There's a few it, cherries, it smells, but that's It smells that's exactly correct. It smells exactly correct. But I don't know how to explain this any other way. Like weed tastes like weed to me, but in, a lot of different strains taste different. So I'm not saying that this is like completely doesn't taste like any strand of weed ever. I don't know that. But this to me... The CBD flower that I have tastes like how a craft store smells, if that makes Ew. sense. Does that make that sense? Like the, like the scented pine cones, maybe? Kind of yeah, tastes like that? Or that cedar. That sound good. No, Do I don't. like it? Mm-hmm. Do I like what? The taste the, or the... the um, well, or the let's start with taste. Do you like the taste? Here's the thing. I tried it directly after smoking normal weed once, and then I was oh like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" Because <laughs> I was like, oh, "Why let's would you smoke it, it after you're I already just, high?" I don't know what to tell you, 
Oh my god. Well, your high brain was probably like, oh, this is a great idea. Oh. I was like, let's tame it down a little bit instead of smoking more weed. (laughs) I don't know. But, um, it, and I don't think I was really high. I had like a little poof, and then I was like, oh, that's over me. Let's do tea, or let's do the CBD now. Gotcha. And it it tastes, it, those two strands tasted drastically different, and I did not like the CBD in comparison. I don't, Mm. so if I were to complain about something, I guess it would be the taste. Okay. But it's not, it's not awful. Well, okay, so, like, you said you tried it again after without smoking tea, anything with THC in it first, right? I've done that once. Did you, like, how did you feel after? Did you actually feel a difference? So, I, okay, I'm starting to realize about myself that the thing I like the most about smoking weed, I don't know if that's true or not, maybe not the most, but a huge part of why I enjoy smoking weed is the smoking part. Mm-hmm. Because I get a, lo- a lot out of just, like, holding my breath and stuff like that I don't know I think it's more of a breathing exercise than anything else especially with the CBD I did feel (laughs) more lightheaded and relaxed and stuff but I also think that's just because I have very bad lung capacity and so I was getting dizzy yeah so (laughs) which happens to me with weed too which is why I feel more high than I actually am because I'm just dizzy which I think is why I get weird anyways (laughs) I feel like that would make me not like it (laughs) yeah I like, I don't know, I, I kind of like it. <laughs> right. I don't hey, know what that means about myself. Own. Yeah, I don't know what that means about myself, but. You're a masochist. Wait, no, a sadist? I don't know. I don't know, I'd have to, I don't know. I don't know the how only to reason that I know. one. <laughs> the only reason I know what those words are is because of Twilight. Like the vampires? The, the book. Yeah, like the book. Oh, see, I, I was like. Masochist. Oh, I was thinking like criminal minds, <laughs> like a sexual sadist or a. There's, oh yeah, there's different well, sadists. Well, you could be a sadist. I think being a sadist is just like. Yeah, there's no, different. No, you would sadists. be a masochist. You would be a masochist because that means you enjoy like, mm, like being in pain, basically, oh. or like suffering. <laughs> um. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm not going to Google it, but I think that's what it is. <laughs> I'm just going to do that anyways, real quick. It's just, yeah, okay. I don't Give know Give us the uh, Webster, M-A-S. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know either. So I don't know if this is right. <laughs> Deriving sexual gratification from one's own pain or humiliation. Yes. I guess people use it in a non-sexual way, but yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there's like a not kink version of this, but that was the first definition. Oh, here we go. In general, love- use enjoying an activity that appears to be painful or tedious. I love tedious stuff. That's that's the See? truth. See, I was right. Yeah, she's right about that. You're on to something. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's something I can add to the old resume. <laughs> yeah, you're like, ooh, I have asthma. Let's smoke and get dizzy. That, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> that's interesting. Huh. That's funny. Now, I, I, I learned something about myself was. today. I have heard of it before. Like, I'm more familiar with the word sadist, which I'm going to compare now. That is what you think it is. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like, um, like Fifty Shades of Grey. If you're the guy, you enjoy, like, hurting people as long as it's not, like, killing them, I think. I don't know. Okay, so sadist is, like, the same thing. Okay. So masochist is I enjoy the pain or humiliation on myself. And sadist is I enjoy the 
pain or humiliation of others. Yeah, so basically oh. a sadist would be a a sadist would be a dom and a masochist would be a sub. Sub. Okay. This conversation I like how we ha- I love turn. how we had to put it into BDSM terms for us to understand. <laughs> <laughs> that just says something. <laughs> uh, okay, that's, yeah. that's Also cute. I just I wasn't prepared for this, but yeah. That's fine. Okay, let's keep um, going. Um just uh just like a quick side tour to get away from oops nox is barking can you hear her Stop i heard barking. a little wolf hi nox she's like all in a tizzy because anytime like a big truck drives by or literally anything somebody she walks says, by she gets truck. like she gets like territorial and just barks out the window so yes yeah, scooby's um, very similar so you're not getting any judgment from me Honestly, I want to meet him. I'm so upset that I haven't yet. He looks so cute. He is very cute. He's a very good boy. We just need to get him in gear with other dogs because he's very yeah. bad. He's very bad. Nox I don't is the him. same way. Yeah, it's just, ugh, it's not great. Um, um, I have a slight, so can I go off on my post-it note? I'm going to pretend Absolutely. Like it... I'm going to go ahead and pretend like it relates to what we were talking about. With a very loose connection to social media. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know if you've heard about this, because I'm going to almost assume that you haven't, because I'm usually up to date on this type of shit, but I only found it via a very strange rabbit hole on the internet. Mm -hmm. But um, there have been... (laughs) This is only going to matter to, like, nobody. This is a very Panic at the Disco (laughs) specific worry of mine at the moment but also it's kind of like related to being worried about social media and like world issues and it it connects Mm -hmm. so panic at the disco on yeah let me look here what day is it so today Uh oh Oh my god what i'm just i'm i'm terrified what are you gonna say say oh it's bad it's bad so um today is as we're recording is the 17th i believe this was viral on twitter on the 13th but i should fact check myself here but nevertheless i'm gonna blur it anyways um but there's a hashtag brendan yuri speak up and (laughs) this is funny because i found this via tumblr yes tumblr still exists i was on an animal crossing trading site but I follow all sorts. <laughs> like, Tumblr was my bread and butter for, like, fandoms back in the day. Like, I follow Panic mm-hmm. and 21 Pilots and all that jazz on there. And so I was, like, I am mean this one girl. Like, oh, can I get your DIY recipe for blank? I'll give you these things, whatever. And then I was scrolling oh waiting while I was waiting for her reply. And I saw this post that said, due to recent Panic at the Disco events, I will no longer be posting on this page. And it was some, like, fan page. And I'm, like, what do you mean? And so I did some aggressive Googling. And that's how I found the Brendan Neary Speak Up hashtag. So, Tell me. Yeah, yeah. So they're, <laughs> he's sort of a manager, but sort of just their security. Zach Hall, do you know who that is? Zach, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's got some allegations that started up because, okay, I, I don't have all of the allegations. I only started to look into it, and then I didn't. So, um... There was, I think, a, yeah, a young girl, or she could be around our age, I don't know, but this is from a while ago. She said, remember back when, 
Zach Hall commented on like my boobs calling me the breast girl not knowing whether I was a minor or not or something like that at some concert some panic concert and so we're like ooh, that's not great um but then Breezy Weeks which is Dallin Dallin's wife so Dallin used to be the former basis for Panic at the Disco he is now um one of the leads of I don't know how but they found me highly recommended great band but anyways former Panic bassist's wife says I'm so sorry you had to go through that yeah I had to deal with him for over a decade he's disgusting kind of a thing like kind of supporting her um so we're like oh that's not good and so then like all these allegations started to come up against Zach and so people are like Brendan what the fuck because there's that one time there was this other like backup guitarist or somebody who had like one allegation about a minor fan and Brendan like cut that shit off he's like I don't want to hear the facts I don't want to see anything just you're fired you're so right you're fucking fired what was his name what was his name I uh Dylan Andrew I don't know okay it was a white guy name it was another one of those names so his I name was Dylan, wasn't it? Was. I should look into that. I really meant to like make a was like, structure. D- oh wait, no, Dylan is checklist the other of, guy, like, right? These facts before like blurting about this, but I have Dylan, and I'm sorry. What's his name? This was literally like in the last year, Brendan. Like I don't know. No. Oh. Because he replaced him. He replaced that guy with the girl, so right? We with lost the long Jenna blonde here. hair. I think she's calling back. Mm-hmm. Hi. So it's been over a year then, because I, I don't, think. If I did, it nope. was by accident. <laughs> so did I think we? our po- okay. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. You stopped. You're recording. Mm. Oh, mine's still going. So we'll just have to chop this up a little bit. Um. Okay. Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. Dallin Weeks. Yeah, it wasn't... It was pretty recent. How did he... I did too. Nicole. Yeah, Nicole Rowe is the replacement. Mm. <sighs> What's her name? Yeah, she, we saw her for the Pray for the Wicked tour. Yes. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Yes, we do. I don't remember. I want to say Andrew for some reason. Dallin's a good guy. He hasn't done anything. Well, for that we know of. So anyways, there's all these allegations against Zach now. And people are like, what the fuck, Brendan? Because he was so quick to fire this other guy with like the with one allegation. Like, no. nope, not dealing with it. Get the fuck out. And all of us are like, yay, that's how it's done. Go, Brendan. And so now this is happening. And this guy, oh God. Zach Hall, I... I keep seeing like security guard as his title. I'm just gonna go with security guard. I always thought he was like some sort Wait. of manager. But he is. Oh my god. Okay, I just like, got okay. You you threw me for a loop. I thought you like, were I thought you were about to say Brandon Yuri's name was on the flight log and I was about to just like original shitty panic at the disco. He was there for all of it. Oh my god. All of it. And I'm not trying to shit on old panic. I love old panic. Um, so yeah. So that that's happening. So people are like, "What the fuck, Brendan? Speak up!" Ew. So that's where Brendan Yuri Speak Up was born. And now, oh, this hurts me. It like makes me hurt to my core. There's all these allegations coming out against Brendan himself. Oh my God! You really gave me. I know. A I know. I know. I'm like in. Let's just like I'm going crazy over like all the people who are like on the flight logs and stuff. Brendan's mm-hmm. not on the flight logs. I'm not trying to suggest that. Like, for Epstein. 
go. So, like, what type of allegations are circulating? Wow, voice cracks. No, if he was, I, I would a chance cry. to look. I, this is the first time hearing <laughs> of it. But, like, for example, the people who are on the flight logs, we're already taking a lot of people who I once thought were pure away from me. Like, Tom Hanks is on the flight logs. Ouch. Like, right, oh, in, the mid- right in the middle of my soul. Ouch. But, like, that one hurt. This one would destroy me if these allegations about Brendan were true. He's not on the flight logs. That's unrelated. I'm just saying these people that I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, he's not on the flight logs. I'm not meaning to su- suggest that he is. I'm just well, saying, okay. like, of After all these people who I once held as holy You're getting and caught good, up in the details. I'm finding out are disgusting. And if Brendan is one of those people, I'm going... Oh, that's a huge chunk of my life. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> but... So... Okay. So I I didn't see a whole lot about it, but I did read one man's Twitter thread about his experience with Brendan. And from based upon the story, Zach was there. Um, but it was something like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, it was after a Vices and Virtues panic concert. So that's yeah. their third album. Yeah, third third album is that right am i lying about that no that's third yeah so no i'm just trying to like give context of how long ago this was i'm pretty sure that album was in the yeah like 2012 2013 region of time um so it was after that tours concert this boy was i think he was a minor yeah he was a minor at the time he was waiting at a bus stop to go back home after the concert. And for some reason, Brendan was there and uh, Zach was there. Yeah. Well, he didn't say Zach's name specifically. He said some sort of security guard. But us knowing the band a little bit better, we're like, that was Zach. Um, but he was saying that Brendan was very clearly drunk or high. He couldn't tell. But then was like making, like he went up to him and started talking. He's like, oh my God. Like, because he didn't know Panic at the Disco very much. I think he was just there but didn't really know the band but saw no, the set and was I like oh my gosh your set was I'm amazing also not on like Twitter. just wanted to go chit chat with them uh, i deleted and that so brendan was like very obviously higher drunk or something I about he it, kept I'm on sure, saying like oh have you made out with a boy before no and he's like oh that's weird i'm a minor and then he just kept going me like i tried to make out with a band but they never let me kind of he just was making like these really weird comments that made this minor uncomfortable and he made it very clear like i'm a minor and then eventually left so like it's not like he assaulted him or anything, but I did see, I didn't read it. I, I'm terrible. I haven't looked enough into this yet. But I did see, like, headlines of being like, Brandy Neary's a rapist and, like, all this stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm in pain. I haven't read all of it yet, but I'm just saying that's out there. Hmm. And I was wondering if you had heard about it, but. <sighs> yeah. I'm not either, but, yeah, Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. No, because every day since I've heard about this, I've been Googling. But also I don't just know to Twitter. be saying something. I don't know how to. I mean, I do. I just don't do it. Yeah. But, I mean, um, you don't just I've been Googling Brendan Neary Twitter and, like, the most recent thing claims that, they that I think he's tweeted about is, like, like that's he's moving. Like, he's being like, oh, goodbye, former home, blah, 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 kind of a tweet. Oh, my God. And so that's... he hasn't said anything about this. I don't see anything about the hashtag anymore because I keep just, like, searching the hashtag. 
And But I did read a couple posts about allegations, and there's other people who are posting things like, some of these stories are just flat-out fabricated. Yeah. It's like, how do you know, though? Like, how do you know what's fabricated? Like, why would you say that? Like, unless you were there, I don't want to hear about it, really. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, do I want false allegations? No. But I also am not going to falsify people who Ooh. might be telling the truth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, know. No, you weren't there. Like, we're not doing that. We don't do that in this household. So, yeah. And then, oh, and then I read, like, one Twitter post, too. Like, this one really hit home for me. No, I, I, I saw I'm it on Twitter. Really I just looked it up it to see right if he had now, tweeted, but it was and he hasn't tweeted since June. But it's, who, it's um, real on Twitter. It's feeling the pain that you and I are going to feel if all this is true. But <laughs> she said something like, how fucking wow. dare you? I fucking worshipped you. You were my... Like, honestly, Ugh. I worship him. I think he's honestly, such a perfect... Honestly, like, this per- is just oh giving God. me... Like, it really hit home. Like, she just, PTSD like, went on this whole Jenna thing. Like, I was getting kicked off the internet because, like, it's like... I felt it. Well, at least with Jenna, like, she had previously brought up and her so, old videos, yeah, Twitter's right? too like, stressful for me. Like, I don't even go on Twitter. I, am I wrong? <laughs> the backlash of Twitter's hurting me. <laughs> oh, my God. And my other friend who's trying to get me on TikTok is really into Twitter, so he yeah. sends me stuff all the time. And he yeah. hadn't heard about this either, so maybe I just went really deep into a rabbit hole and none of this is real. I don't know. Dude, but... and she's gone. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, yeah, I wasn't sure if I just made that up or if that was actually Dude, thing, 2020 said, fuck this whole earth. Also, like, yet another 2020 moment. Did you fucking hear about Iowa? So that was the heavy one. The only reason I know about Iowa is because of TikTok. Apparently, like, a fucking hurricane hit Iowa in the fucking Midwest. Apparently, I don't know if it's called... The thing is, too, Jenna, like... Jenna here. showed us the video. She wasn't like, I did some bad things in the past. I, She's like, no, literally here are the bad things I Midwest did. state. <laughs> like, these are bad. So. And uh, so basically, there's just it's so not, much of a difference between Jenna uh, and the rest of the internet. It's not a so hurricane, but, but it's, it's called very like, much like a Jenna. derecho storm or derecho. It's very much like Jenna. It's like anything that we but loved it's and basically we held just well here. to our weather. The weather. 2020 is like, fuck you. You don't get that anymore. It's It literally happened like when did it happen i know i guess it's not not on the news at all and like the only reason i know about it is because of tiktok it literally destroyed like 50 percent of the crops in iowa and they produce the most like potatoes corn (laughs) eggs like they have four or five really big uh, agricultural things that they produce that i guess like most of the u.s i know that's why i'm confused and it just destroyed half of it and it's, like, insane. So 2020 is, like, yeah, we'll just, like, take away all your favorite celebrities. We'll give you a fucking pandemic. We'll give you, like, a huge moment for the Black Lives Matter movement. Did you Let want food? You Forget Google it. You're going to get a hurricane in the Midwest. So like, good. ask and you shall receive. Like, 2020 is the year of shit going How to hell. How did hear about apparently. these things? It touches Wisconsin? I thought that was, I thought that was Ohio. Oh. No, Ohio is the one that's east. Okay. Yeah, I'm not great at 
geography either so i didn't know italy was in uh wait no i didn't know rome was in italy until i was a sophomore in high school so (sighs) did you want food nay nay (laughs) i guess but it's just like Dude, I need to get better oh at geography. God. Iowa touches both Wisconsin Honestly, and Illinois. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's right? crazy, though. So you got Wisconsin, right? And then you got Minnesota, right to the west of us there. Right below that is Iowa. Yeah, that's... Ugh. Ohio? That's... No, that's the dumbest fucking quote yeah, I've that's ever heard. Easy. And I've heard a lot yeah. of dumb quotes, especially in high school. Damn. Like, we were all really stupid, so... Seriously, I guess CNN did. Oh, that one's fair, I think. I mean, is it? I don't I, know. That's not. That's not the worst thing I've yeah, ever heard. Apparently, when I was when I, I was in know, high school, like I had this one girl. I don't like her very much. I guess much. I'm she seeing went, like, some. So who lives in record. China? I'm seeing like, like ABC, Asian people, New York like, Times, well, Washington Asia, Post, and so CNN. I think so. Talking like, about what do you it, mean? But I, like, I remember just being like, are you joking? I can't speak to whether or not, like, like actually There's a lot of countries, there's a lot of countries that I can TV understand not that. knowing whether are in Asia or not. China's not one of them. I guess they were <laughs> like, in... Jesus. I'm like, I'm not going to let you have that one. There, there was... Yeah. There was a hurricane, um... Yeah. yeah I mean, the education system failed us. Like, um, you know, I don't know what to say. But I guess like, like we live in, in the Midwest and I don't even know like, those states properly. <laughs> I don't even know if they have power yet. Like I have no idea. But this is literally just TikTok. Like that's the only reason I know. So get woke, get TikTok. I know. But seriously, like it's been it's been one of the conversations that's happening around the ban is like no wonder people want to ban TikTok because they're spreading all of this information but also probably I didn't see anything about it but they're at least starting the conversation about some about hurricane some really but I thought that was more and, like, like some of the biggest like the south or conspiracy theories or that have actually been proven to be Isaiah's true like or something Epstein oh, and all that like is no longer a conspiracy badly. like it's fucking true Ooh. and like people talk about that stuff they share all the this one girl went through I think it was like 52 pages or something of the Ghislaine Maxwell like court documents and just like summarize them it's, in like you know, the five or six different dark when TikTok posts. is and a it's, like, more valid that, news source than the fact that I have media. that at my fingertips <laughs> and I don't have to read 52 documents I could and I probably should but like damn also I know this is why I'm telling you I think you would really like it <laughs> I tried. Uh, yikes. Um, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently it's like, so the security risk thing is the issue that it's a Chinese-owned um, company or something. And That's I, very interesting. I guess, like, certain... Um, companies have to report certain statistics and they have a lot of access like basically once you download the app the terms and agreements really like you just agree like, to them knowing everything about you platform. also another thing that i saw was that but essentially the algorithm kind of gives no, them I'm like sure. I'm 
a psychological profile I'm of just each saying user I don't have based the on the algorithm My that it question. creates for you. And while for I think that's world. interesting, it's like why is banning um, TikTok a fucking I guess it priority? Was like like a, maybe there's something I don't know. The government has but an like, issue we're talking about with how the fact this is that a huge there's potential for the Chinese the government then to have too much shit. access to Fix information COVID. about <laughs> us, and it can be used in like for war purposes. I don't know, but um, yeah. What isn't? No, like anyone. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, and that was <laughs> that. Well, that was my that was my argument, too, was like the amount of information that Google has, the fact that we all know by now we're fucking being listened to on all of our smart devices like and maybe i well and like but when you when you make a gmail and you make a gmail like, account like you agree to a lot of things they can access know, all your like, shit they see everything the evil chinese i don't think whatever yeah i don't like if there's information so it's not that like any i don't source ever wants to know i don't entirely agree with they the can fact do that, it like social media you know, we they share have too much so much information stuff. about us and that's the issue because i think if they really cared about our privacy we would have more i say facebook we would have more of it um or instagram and they also wouldn't Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, sure, I turned on incognito mode. Google still knows what I'm doing. <laughs> like, it's no... You're not you need a big anything. old piece of humble pie and shut the fuck up. Yeah, oh, my God. They have my I whole can't. world. They have every password I've ever um, had. They have on everything. A conclusionary positive Like, if somebody note, at Google I'm didn't like me, I'm done. For the few people who listen that maybe don't know, um, the one good thing that's come out of 2020 is the fact that last weekend I got engaged. Uh, yeah. So that's exciting. Just, it's been it's just silly a to me. week. I just feel like there's so many other like priorities, and it's just this anti-China, yeah. So, like narrative. It is weird right though. Like, like China, China, China. They're the problem. It's we. like okay. Um, everybody keeps <laughs> America. It's let's stupid. Everyone's like the day of. Get a vote. big old American you know It's like no. He just literally it. today. You're the problem the here. <laughs> but also like. This whole COVID thing is like, do we wait for it to like chill out or do we just start planning? Like, what do we want to do? I don't know. Lovely. It's, yeah. Yeah. I get it. That was only last weekend. It feels like so much longer ago. Yeah. Damn, that's so so exciting. weird. I know, Everybody and I'm like, the well, so my sister's having her wedding in October, <laughs> and it's supposed to be in California, and like at this point, she's super stressed out. Yeah, exactly. And it's so, like we just decided this. <laughs> there's even some companies that she no, wanted like, to like work with for catering or whatever that she had talked to before all this happened, and she's been trying to get a hold of them. In the meantime, know, and they just hard. aren't answering. Like, and I you're was in like, a well, very interesting position. So, like, it's just like 
it's yeah. weird and it's I, I hard to navigate the fact that like, life oh God, still goes you know, on like, even though I, d- like, I just want to know because I'm excited in such a weird <laughs> I just want to know like what you're up to with it all but like I, I also like took a beat and was like this just happened I don't think they have all the answers yet and this is also a very weird time to be engaged yeah. so I'm just gonna let them have this oh my god I know like who knows yeah whether you can actually do Uh that well and like could you imagine imagine if it's your wedding and then you like test positive and you're asymptomatic like I don't know I can't even so I don't know what we're gonna do but I'm just excited in general so whatever we do is gonna be like it's gonna be fun but we're gonna try and be as sensitive to whatever situation is happening at the time I don't I don't know it's gonna be interesting yeah no, it's just, like, strange because, like, a lot of people are our age are naturally, like, getting engaged and married and stuff. Like, a lot of my brother's friends, too. And it's just, like, so weird. Like, the whole concept of, no. like, having to go get tested no. before going mm-hmm. to a wedding. I even told like, him, you know, I was like, I don't like, think I want one of those lame hashtags. We, you have to think about all these because, other things. Like, and it's like, oh, it you know, might be the day you've already before heard my spiel about social media. And, like, somebody I, can't go I like, would just, love to just, like, it's a lot of weird not stuff. care about social media and just live in the moment for every oh, single geez. second of it and just focus on, like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to sit here and like be all up on social media for every second of the engagement and then the wedding too. It's like, I'm just going to enjoy it. And like, I don't. Yeah. Are you going to be like one of the, I don't know if this is actually a thing or whether I've just seen one person on my feed. I don't want to feel like I have to get validated by social media and like if I post it on there, it's real, but it's real without doing (laughs) that. I didn't expect you to. So I don't know. It's exciting. I know. But yeah, so it's been two hours. It is. It's so cute. Oh my God. I love it. It's literally perfect. Like we, I had, well, you should see my Pinterest board. I had so many rings pinned yeah, have a photographer and like none of them, them were this cap- perfect. Capture it. I love it. I know. Lauren, it literally reflect, refracts rainbows and i love my rainbow catchers you know i'm obsessed yeah and, it's and i know people like do things in different ways but i agree with your i know i love it <laughs> personally i'm so geeked so anyways um it's been two hours and i think that we can wrap it up here on a good note mm-hmm. because i don't know so who exciting, the fuck is though. gonna listen to two hours of us just babbling but if you made it this far if you made it this far, your ring is thanks. beautiful. Uh, I hope you <laughs> have something else to do with your day. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. I have no idea what the next episode Aww. is going to be. I have well, no idea when it's going to be out because we're just doing what we can one. with COVID, <laughs> and we'll see. Honestly, like if we're still surviving, we'll we'll talk to you then. And I have a rainbow catch on your finger. <laughs> All right. Well, Forever. if you that's so cute. Oh my god! I if, love if you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram uh, at just wait. What is it? At the just saying pod. The just yeah. saying pod. Yes, that's it. Of us just being like, hey. Yes. <laughs> Catching up. Yeah, well, that's that's the only one we use. So give us a follow there. If you clicked on this at all initially, I don't know. We'll talk to you next time. (laughs) Bye.
It might be after the apocalypse happens. I don't know. <laughs> mm -hmm. We'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. All right. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> At the Justine pod? Yeah. Yeah. I think, is that everything? I think that's our only social media, yeah? Okay, cool. Right. Okay, bye.